Welcome to the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. I'm your host, Claire Sieber, global career and leadership coach, facilitator, speaker, and founder of Eating Your Cake 2, a business focused on helping you sell yourself with more confidence and take control of your career and leadership success. Right here on this podcast, you'll learn how to amplify your influence, accelerate your career growth, create real presence and have a true impact by learning the tools and strategies that you need to show up with more courage, more confidence and more clarity. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello, hello, lovely. I hope you're well and welcome to episode six of the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. Today we are talking about why just working harder won't get you that promotion. So often as women in particular, our way of thinking that we're going to get ahead and the strategy that we adopt is if I just keep working harder, longer hours, take on more, head down, bum up, that will be the thing that will get me the promotion. Today, we are going to talk about why it won't. But before we kick off, I just want to say thank you to the wonderful people that have been dropping some reviews on the various podcast apps that you listen on. It really does mean the world to me. I was just looking at one before I actually started recording that I wanted to read out, which says, and I don't even know who, I don't know who this is from. So if you're listening, thank you. You're very kind. It says, Claire is a fabulous coach, writer, facilitator, speaker, and now podcaster. She has a no-nonsense style infused with her infectious personality and sense of fun. Claire will ensure you find the confidence and courage to live your best life and enjoy your career. Don't miss an episode. That gives me goosebumps almost reading that. I am just so grateful for each and every person that has supported me and is here listening. And more than anything else though, I am just hoping that you're taking away some of the seeds that we plant in these podcasts and you're doing something with them. You know, it's wonderful to sit and listen and absorb information and 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 think about and reflect on all of the things you want to do. But then there comes a point as well where we actually just have to do something. We have to do the doing. We have to take action. And so I really hope that off the back of listening to these podcasts, you're taking some of the actions that we talk about back into your world and your career and your leadership and your life. And you think about what is one, what is one action that I can take off the back of this podcast episode, off the back of this topic and implement from tomorrow, right? Because just sitting consuming all of the content, that is not enough to drive change. If you really want to drive change in your career, you need to take action. So with that in mind, let's kick off with today's topic. So again, we are talking about why just working harder won't get you that promotion. Now, don't get me wrong. A strong work ethic is critical, right? A strong work ethic is is super important for our success, but it isn't the only ingredient. It isn't the only skill we need to master. It isn't the only character trait that we need to nail, right? A strong work ethic is important, but there are many ways that we can showcase what a strong work ethic is. But unfortunately, as women, one of the learned behaviors for many of us that has become ingrained through years of schooling and the way we were brought up and the way we were taught is that we are rewarded for hard work. Right, I work hard, I get the good grade, I get the A, I get the certificate. 
right? I work hard, I work longer, I deliver, I get the grade on my report card, it looks great and I get positive reinforcement from that. So we've learned these habits over so many years around working harder being the definition of success. And then we enter the workplace and we adopt those same behaviors, but then we wonder why we're not then getting the promotion or the stretch opportunities or the chance to kind of step up and lead a team that perhaps we might want. And what I'm also not talking about today is the systemic challenges that women in particular face. So I absolutely am very aware of of the challenges we also face, right, around gender equality and seats at the table and those kinds of things. But what I'm talking about today specifically is around the habit that we also have created for ourselves around head down, bum up, work harder, work longer, take on more. And then we wonder why we haven't been rewarded with the promotion, the team, the stretch opportunity that we want. So I want to talk about really four four major themes that I see and have also experienced myself when it comes to this sort of concept of just working harder. And often, you know, I think back to my last corporate role, my last senior, senior corporate role, and I absolutely fell into this trap of just working harder, working harder and harder and harder, working on the weekends, being first in in the morning, last to leave at night, and almost, you know, not even as a badge of honor, just doing it because I thought that's what I needed to do to survive. And I thought that that was the definition of commitment. I thought that was the definition of corporate commitment and how I demonstrated loyalty. And I look back now and I'm able to unpack pick some of the layers of the onion and I can see that even previous organizations that I had worked in really early on in my career and the culture of presenteeism that was at play there, presenteeism being where the way you do demonstrate loyalty is by sitting at your desk for long hours a day, even though the, you know, your output may actually be crap, your output might be nothing, but you sat there so you looked like you were committed, right? And so we learn these behaviors and we keep bringing them through to the way that we show up. And so I think elements of that presenteeism kind of culture that I'd learned and that, that way of showing up that I'd learned in the early stages of my career, coupled with the way we're brought up at school to just work harder, get the good grades, good grades, get the rewards. All of these things play into the way we then show up in in a workplace. And I know when I was completely out of my comfort zone, having been thrown into a really senior corporate role, I felt a bit lost. I felt completely lost, not a little bit lost. I felt completely lost at first, felt out of my depth, felt unsure of what to go or, or who to turn to, who to speak to, what to do. So I did what I knew. I worked harder. I took on more work, worked on weekends, worked on weeknights, got into the office early, left late, because I thought if I just kept taking on more, then that would be my way of demonstrating that I had a handle on things. That was my way of demonstrating that I was deserving, that I was successful, that I was able to achieve success in that role. And what I realize now is that When you think that the only way to get ahead is to work harder, to work longer, to take on more tasks from people, you end up being so focused on the tasks that you've forgotten about the relationships, right? So you're so focused on the tasks that you need to do, the the work that you need to deliver, that you actually forget about the relationships that are at play and at stake as well. 
And so when we talk about things like getting promoted and being visible and getting stretch opportunities, building and investing and nurturing relationships is a key ingredient to our success. And so working harder to the detriment of you being able to invest time building relationships and getting to know stakeholders, getting to know people in your leadership team, getting to know people in other departments that you work with. We can end up damaging ourselves in the medium to long term of our careers because we're choosing the task in that moment. We're investing all our energy in the delivery of task and we've forgotten about the importance of relationship currency. And I'm going to I'm going to do a whole episode on relationship currency in a couple of weeks. So if you're if you're sitting there going, I'm not really quite sure what that what that means, hold the phone. I promise we will come back to it. But in terms of why just working harder won't get you that promotion, the first reason is because the importance of our relationships at work cannot be underemphasized. And I often speak to people that are like, I don't like small talk with people. I don't like having fake relationships. If you're sitting there and you're one of those people who who doesn't think you need relationships in order to succeed in your role, then I would take a long, hard look in the mirror because I cannot think of almost any job on earth that doesn't require people in order to deliver on the requirements of that role in some way, shape or form. We need to be able to collaborate with humans in order to problem solve, to innovate, to drive solutions to challenges, to achieve business outcomes, we need humans. And therefore, if we wanna succeed inside an organization, ideally those relationships are meaningful and effective. But if we are only so focused on the task that we're delivering and the work we need to do, that we don't make space to build quality working relationships, then we might find that when people are in a room talking about who is the next person that we want to move into this role or promotions and stretch opportunities, we might get forgotten. And that is often what can play out because we were not visible. People don't know who we are, what we stand for, what we want. They don't know our aspirations because we've been so focused on the task, head down, bum up, don't talk to anybody, get it done. Meanwhile, those people around us are connecting, they're networking. They're having deep, meaningful, real conversations about who they are and what they do and where they want to go in the organization. Meanwhile, we're sitting behind our laptop, plugging away and burning the midnight oil. And we miss out on our promotion because of that. So really think about, do you fall into that trap of getting so focused on the task that you've forgotten about the relationship? If you have, Ask yourself, what can I do about this? What action can I take to start finding time in my week to to start more consciously investing in my relationships with people? Secondly, the second reason why I believe that working harder won't get you that promotion is that you become so heavy in activity, but not necessarily in value, right? So we can work harder and harder and harder and do longer and longer and longer hours. And we think, oh, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. I'm so important. I've got all this stuff that I'm doing, right? My to-do list is as long as my arm. I almost take us and I'm taking a sense of pride almost in how busy and important I am. But are we now just so heavy in activity that that activity is actually not adding any value, right? We're so busy and I don't question for one second that we don't feel busy and probably overwhelmed, 
But are we actually just so, so invested in activity yet not asking ourselves that question of, is this activity that I'm so caught up and consumed in actually adding value to me, my team, my department, or my organization? Because if we just keep working harder, just keep adding these transactional, administrative, or tactical-based tasks to our to-do list, it might feel like we're really important and we're moving the needle forward, but in reality, we're actually not adding value. We're not driving meaningful, necessary, sustainable change in an organization. We're just keeping ourselves busy fighting fires or taking on tasks that really serve no purpose. So even though you might feel like I just need to work harder, I've got more and more and more I need to do, try to step back and ask yourself, right? Am I partaking in activity or am I partaking in value add? Because there is a difference. And often the value add isn't always the busy, 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 task, task, task related activities. The value add might be the deep quality conversation with somebody to get to the bottom of a, of a challenge that we're facing. The value add work might be the ability to step back and look strategically at where are we and what do we really need to do to shift the needle. It isn't just working for an extra three hours in transactional tasks that actually aren't gonna have any tangible outcome to the deliverables of the organization. And they certainly aren't going to be the thing that gets you seen, heard and noticed when people are having conversations around stretch opportunities and promotions and leadership roles. So ask yourself, am I heavy in activity or am I truly adding value? The third point I wanna to touch on when it comes to why I believe that working harder isn't the thing that's going to get you the promotion. And what I see is we often, we work harder, 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 longer, longer, longer hours delivering, and we might actually be delivering value add work delivering quality work, solving huge problems in the organization, creating efficiencies, bringing in revenue, whatever it might be, but we aren't actually taking any credit for our work, right? We're so busy, head down, bum up, working harder, working harder, working harder, getting it done for the man, but we are not taking credit for the work we've done. So nobody knows that we've done it. Nobody knows that we saved the company X amount of money that we created efficiency, that resulted in being able to achieve the outcome in a far quicker time frame. We need to be able to, like doing the work and delivering a level of quality of work is so important, right? But so is when it comes to your career success, when it comes to you getting that promotion that you want, when it comes to you being able to say, hey, I put my hand up, I'm gonna ask for a pay rise. Hey, I wanna step into leadership. Hey, I want that stretch opportunity or that training opportunity. People need to know what you've done. People need to know what you've achieved inside the organization. And if you're constantly shying away from that, right, you're working so hard, but you're not actually taking any credit for your work, then that presents a missed opportunity for you and could end up being the thing that sees you missing out on an opportunity that you want, right? You worked really hard, but no one knew about it. So just working harder alone isn't the thing that's going to get you that promotion. We need to be able to get comfortable with selling our achievements as well. And then the last point I wanna make around why just working harder won't get you that promotion is that if you are overworking yourself, 
right? If we are just constantly in this state of doing more, taking more action, being in that state of activity, working longer hours, harder, 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 push, push, push. If I just get through this week, it'll be okay next week. If I just get through this month, it'll be okay next month, right? If I had a nickel for every time I've said that to myself, I would not need to work. <laughs> but if, you are, if you're overworking yourself, you're also missing out on opportunities for strategic thinking or creativity. You're so focused on head down, bum up, task, 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 must get it done, must get it done. Okay, that's done. Tick that box, what's next? Tick that box, what's next? Tick that box, what's next? We're just running on adrenaline. Not only are you going to burn out, but you're also missing out on the opportunity to step back and think a little bit more strategically. You're also missing out on the opportunity to think creatively about the best approach to actually solve a problem or a challenge. When we're so busy and we're in that just task mode of just get it done, get it done, survive, 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 work harder, we may not actually be finding the best solution to the problem or the challenge that we face because we're just so focused on getting it done. And we are so overworked and probably exhausted, cognitive overload, that we're not able to step back. And what can happen then is because we're so overworked and exhausted and we aren't actually stepping back creatively and thinking about what is the best solution and we're not stepping back and looking at the strategic picture, is that we may end up solving the wrong problem. We may end up creating a solution to something that actually doesn't meet the needs of the customer or the organization. And then that can backfire on us as an individual and impact our chances of growth or stretch opportunities or a promotion inside the organization. Not because we didn't work tam hard, not because we didn't sacrifice, not because we didn't work late nights and weekends, not because we didn't have a strong work ethic, but because we were so caught up in the task and working so hard that we actually weren't even able to see the wood through the trees. We actually weren't even able to step back and breathe and go, hmm, am I solving the right problem? Am I tackling this in the best way possible? Because we were so caught up in working harder and getting it done that we missed that opportunity. So for me, those are the really, and there are many, many more, but those were the four reasons today I wanted to talk to you about why just working harder won't be the thing that gets you that promotion. And if your career strategy has been head down, bum up, work harder, work longer, push through, keep taking on more and hope somebody will notice, please challenge yourself on that. Please challenge yourself to start more consciously thinking about how am I building, nurturing and investing into relationships. Start challenging yourself around, am I just so busy in activity? But and is that activity actually adding value to my team, to my department, to my organization? Challenge yourself around, am I actually taking credit for the work that I'm doing? If I'm working so damn hard, how do I know people know about it? How do I make sure that my stakeholders are aware of who I am and what I do and what the value is that I add to the organization? How do I make sure that when I deliver something, they know that that was me and I've been able to talk to it and, and take some credit for my hard work? And lastly, how am I making sure that I'm not working so hard, right, and I'm overworking myself that I'm actually missing out now on opportunities for better, for strategic thinking and creativity, and therefore possibly not delivering the best work that I could 
and maybe missing out therefore on opportunities for promotion because while I'm working really, really hard, I've actually missed the mark because I was working so hard that I couldn't see the real problem we were trying to solve. So my challenge to you is to step back and think about from the lens of where you're at right here, right now in your job and your career, where are you at? Are you just taking on more and more, working harder and harder and harder and going, yes, someone will notice one day and they'll give me that promotion? Or are you stepping back and looking at the opportunities that you are creating for yourself through relationships, through tactical bragging and taking credibility, through stepping back and breathing and thinking creatively and strategically, and also making sure that the work that I'm doing and the energy that I'm investing is truly adding value. So if you're sitting there and you're thinking, oh, wow, what do I do with all of this now? If you don't know where to start, reach out to me. This is what I'm here for. I am here for you to help you create a game plan, help you create a game plan that gets you the career success and the leadership success that you want and that you deserve. So book a call in my calendar, happy to jump on a Zoom with you and let's talk through how I can help you. Secondly, if you know that this is a challenge for you, but you also know that you need some time and some space to be able to work through what kind of leader you want to be. How do I, what is tactful bragging? How do I sell myself, my ideas? How do I make sure that I'm getting credit for my work? How do I even ask for what I want? Then you need to be part of our Sell Yourself with Confidence program. The doors are currently closed, but the invitation to join our waitlist is open. So jump on to the website, the link will be in the show notes and join our waiting list so you can be the first in the know when the doors do open to our global Sell Yourself with Confidence program. But otherwise, my friends, that is it for me today. It has been a pleasure as always. Our next episode to come is my birthday episode. So be sure to tune in for that because I will be sharing with you some of my top career lessons and learnings some of the things that I've learned the hard way that I want to share with you so that you don't have to. But it has been a pleasure. I hope you are smiling. I hope you are loving the beautiful week that we're having. Take care and I look forward to speaking with you soon. Well, that's it for another episode of the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. It has been amazing to have you here and I am so grateful for you taking the time to pop me in your ears as you go about your day or night. Remember to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Eating Your Cake 2 and if we aren't connected on LinkedIn yet, reach out and say hi. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, then I would love if you would leave me a review so that others can find the podcast and come and hang out with me here too. Until next episode, you've got this. You can do it. You are doing it. And remember to sell yourself with confidence. Hey there. Thanks for hanging on and thank you again so much for listening to the podcast. I truly love having you with me, but I want to make sure that you know if you're ready to work together exactly how we can do it. 
There are two ways to work with me individually. The first is through my private one-on-one coaching program, where I only take a very limited number of clients each year by application. In this program, we create a bespoke plan for you designed to get you smashing your goals. If you're in need of someone to help you step into leadership, take control of your career, or design a powerful and energizing action plan to ensure you are seen, heard, and noticed at work or in your business, then this may be the program for you. The second way to work with me is through my private one-on-one Sell Yourself with Confidence program. This six-month proven program is purposefully created and structured, guaranteeing you get results. It's focused on four major barriers that I so often see preventing women from selling themselves. So at the end of this program, you'll walk away with a whole host of tangible deliverables, including a new pimped up resume, LinkedIn profile, relationship currency map, a unique selling proposition, a speaking with impact toolkit, and so much more. If you are ready to step up in your career or leadership, earn more, be heard more, and build an impactful and purposeful personal brand, then now is the time for you to do it. This private program will only be around for the next few months before we launch our global group Sell Yourself with Confidence program. If you feel like I would also be a good fit for your organization, let's chat about how together we can create more confident, courageous, and self-aware leaders capable of driving positive change in themselves, their teams, and in your organization. Jump on my website and download the services info pack. I'd love to chat to you. Book a call in my calendar. The link is in my show notes. Thanks again so much for listening.